0: a Sunday. It doesn't land that way often. And uh, we can uh, come and celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll give them a minute. We've got to get our guest of honor to tell everybody to tell hi. <laughs> it's good to have Ariana home. I'm glad she made it um, <laughs> safely yesterday, and Trevor did also. And so it's, it's good to have Trevor is he is he back at Alabama yet? Be back in okay, yeah, he landed he landed in uh, Atlanta last night at midnight, and so they stayed. His parents kept him over there. I, I don't blame them. I think if she would have landed at midnight, then we might have been driving back this morning, right on time for church, versus driving back last night. But no, I'm glad that that she's here, and I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad we we started. Um, online our streaming service online this morning at 10 because as you can see it's a little different you know i'm not normally up here talking and and so you know i just want i want to have a time this morning where we can i can't recount our lord and savior jesus christ and how he got here and how he came and then we're going to sing some songs and by the end of it we'll have candles and everybody be lit women if you got hairspray in your hair do not catch your hair on fire with candles. Okay, let's keep it, keep it away. And so, um, but no, I'm just looking forward to a wonderful time today, wonderful service and and time we get to spend with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, right? That's why we're here. That's why we do this. So so this morning we'll start out just announcements. As you notice in your bulletin, there's really not any announcements besides um, next Sunday... You know, we will be having church next Sunday, um, New Year's Eve, and then the first, and we're going to talk about this more next Sunday, and if you've looked, you've seen the slide up there, but we're going to start January 1st, encouraging everybody for 21 days of prayer and fasting. 21 days of prayer and fasting. Say, why 21 days? Well, they say, and correct me if I'm wrong, it takes 21 days to start a habit, correct? But 21 days can get you into an area in your life to where you can not worry about these other things that's keeping you in hindrance with your relationship with God, right? That 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 time that you spend is not, we're not talking about you've got to fast for 21 days, no food, no drink, no water, nothing like that. You need to start praying now and asking the Holy Spirit to show you what your hindrance in your life is whether it's cell phones, whether it's TV, whether it's food, whatever it is in your life, you need to start praying and asking now and saying, Holy Spirit, show me what I need to do away with. What is keeping me in my relationship with you from being where I need to be? Maybe it's communication with some people you need to, uh, and worrying about people you need to give it to God for a while. And then after that, you can better keep it in God's hand instead of taking it back to yourself. So, so we encourage everybody to do that. We're going to talk more next Sunday about this. And, and so I'm excited about it. And I hope you are too. Don't be scared. You say, well, I don't know that I can do that. Well, you know what? We're here today because of what Jesus done for us. Correct? And so if we can't give up something in our life for Him, then we need to reevaluate where we are in our relationship with Him. So, so, and just encourage you and challenge you for that. And then this Wednesday, and we'll put something out there on Facebook, we will not have church on the 27th this Wednesday, okay? Spend that time with your family. And we've had a lot going on. Just take some time to rest. We'll be back Sunday ready to uh, ready to have service again. All right. Anything else just now? Well, let's receive our offering. Amen? Yeah. Amen. 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 We get some. We got enough guys. We got three guys to help with that. Good deal. All right. And as you see this morning, there is several out. So we've got just set, and her family is out with the flu. Miss Pat's not feeling good this morning. Kathleen's said that she's got the crud. I don't know if it's the flu. Bradley Fitzgerald's getting over the flu. Brad Fowler woke up with a fever this morning. Feels like he's got the flu. So Mark Widener texted me last night and said he wasn't feeling good. Felt like he had the flu. So you know what? God's still in the business of healing, right? And so we're gonna pray for these. And if you know people that are sick and dealing with this, then or whatever illness, then you pray for them also. Okay. Um, so we want to remember all these in prayer. All right, y'all ready to receive this morning? Ready to receive, receive our offering? Well, let's. Uh, what'd you do, Cole? It just shut off. The computer cut off. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Well, good, good. All right. Hey, you know what? We're still gonna have service. We don't. Have, we don't. We spend a lot of time without without TV screens about having uh, service. So we're still gonna have service. All right. Well, let's pray this morning. Heavenly Father, we love you. and We praise you. Again, we thank You for this time together. We thank You for sending Your Son, Jesus, to be born. And that means humbly as You came. And Father, we come this morning humbly to You, to Your throne, and asking You to be with us during this time this morning. Your Holy Spirit, You just work and move in hearts and lives today. God, that we remember that this is about You and not about us. This is about Jesus coming and celebrating His birth. And what he done for us, and it's not about giving or receiving and, and or giving or getting a gift and and in and, and those kind of fashions, but Father, it's about you. This whole time's about you. Your name's in the in the saying of Christmas, and that's why we celebrate it. Nothing else but you. God, that we keep that on the forefront of our heart and on our mind as we go into this time. God, we just ask that you, with each and every one that's not here this morning, those watching online, Father, that you just um, be with them. Father, if they're home dealing with sickness and pain and and this flu deal, Father, that you just touch and you move in their lives right now. We pray healing over them. Each and every one that's dealing with these things, you said by your stripes we are healed. And we claim that right now. We speak that over those that are dealing with these things. Father, we thank you for it, that you're working and you're moving in their lives. God, we just ask that you with this time in our service this morning, Father, that you lead and guide and direct everything that goes on here today because we want you to receive all the glory and honor and praise for what goes on in our lives and everything around us, Father. We thank you for it. Be with our time of giving this morning that you bless and be with each and every one today in Jesus' name, amen. It's saying no signals on, so did you restart the computer? Okay. Amen. Well, all right. Well, so I guess if you've got your Bibles or your phones, you just listen to me, then you can follow along as I read the Scriptures this morning, okay? So we'll move on into, as again, as we said, we come to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, right? And we know that He was prophesied about hundreds of years before Jesus ever came. Isaiah prophesied in the Old Testament. In Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14, it says, Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which is to say, God with us. For unto us, in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 and 7, it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Of the the increase of his government and peace there will be no end, upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So Jesus came to fulfill the prophecies that were told about him, and that's exactly what he did. He fulfilled those prophecies. Each and every one. We can read, if you read in the Old Testament, it's prophesied about Jesus, whatever happens to Jesus. You read in the New Testament, the accounts of Jesus, it happens. Jesus says these things. He talks about these things. We know that this is talking about Jesus. So Isaiah prophesied about Jesus hundreds of years before Jesus ever came. Yeah. And, and so we know what goes on from here. We, we, I hope that you take time to read it every Christmas. And then think about it and, and, and know what happened even other than these times of this year. So I want to read in Luke chapter 1. And if you read in Luke and in Matthew, there's the accounts, but there's, there, there's different parts in each one, right? So, so there, you can't just, if you read one, you're going to miss out on, on something that was told to Joseph, or you're going to miss out on the wise men, or the, or the shepherds, the way, the way they're bringing it about. So we're going to read both in Luke and Matthew, but we're going to start in Luke chapter 1 this morning in verse 26. Hey, come back up. We're good. So verse 26 of Luke 1, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, which is another prophecy, said Jesus would come from from the lineage of David, right? So that's what he did. And the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting was this. We look at that in our own life. How would you react if an angel come to you and started talking? We'd, we'd, I mean, we'd be the same way. We would be like, hold up, what, what's going on? We'd, most of us now would say it was a ghost and that it wasn't real and probably some medicine that we took that had our minds messed up. You know, this, this really happened. And, and then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great. He will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him to the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be since I do not know a man? Which is a logical question. And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit Will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that holy one who was born, who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. We know that's John the Baptist. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. I love this, for with God nothing is impossible. Amen. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible, okay? With God, nothing is impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. The obedience there is something that we need just an ounce of in our life. Just a, just a tenth of that obedience in our life, and we could do great things. If We could get all this obedience and say, Hey God, whatever you need me to do, then do it through me is what I want you to do. This is what Mary said. Mary said, Behold, the maid servant of the Lord, let it be me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. I want now for the for the praise and worship team to come up. And we're going to sing joy to the world because we're celebrating a joyous time. I just read about the coming, the prophecy of our Savior being fulfilled. So y'all join with us this morning. Y'all stand and join as we sing joy to the world.
1: Repeat the sound in joy, repeat
0: What a joyous time it is. You may be seated. We're going to read some more. And y'all, y'all going to stay up here for right now? Okay. All right. So now we're singing. We just sung joy to the world, joy to what Jesus did and, and what God did, bringing Jesus to this earth. And, and so in Luke chapter 2 and verse 1 is where we're at now. And so Luke chapter 2 and verse 1, and it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augusta that all the world should be taxed or registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. They had to travel, so from where they was at in Nazareth to Bethlehem was about 90 miles. Some people say, I read that, that they figure it took about a week. So she was, you know, close to giving birth and she had to go this, this, this distance for, because of this decree. So it was while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. Now they were in the same country, shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord showed round about them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you, you will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see the thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. They didn't stop to make excuses. They didn't say, well, hang on a minute. I need to talk about this. No, they went and made haste and went and done what God, what the angel had told them. Now when they had, and they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. So these were the first evangelists that we see, some shepherds that had a filthy job that were just out there on the hillside that God showed himself to, which just again goes to show that God will use and can use anybody that's willing to let them use them, Him use them, right? So that's us, that's us today. He's still using those that we look at and think that God cannot use or won't use. God's still using those. And so the, all those who heard it, in verse 18, all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things which they had heard and seen, and it was told them. And when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, he called, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. So we're going to go into singing Hark the Herald Angels Sing and sing about this glorious time that these shepherds saw on this hillside, singing and praising God's name. Amen. 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 That last verse, the healing in his wings, right? I don't know if y'all caught that or not, but it's talk about healing in his wings and born to give us that second birth. So he was born, as we said, so we could have a way to him. And so without Jesus coming, we had no way to get our, in a relationship with the Heavenly Fathers we need to be. Without Jesus being here, without us celebrating this time, then then we could not have a way to heaven without Him. Yeah. So, I want to go back to Matthew chapter 2. book of Matthew chapter 2. And talk about the the wise men. The visit of the wise men. And how that we read in this, we're going to read in these passages, in these verses, how that... Um, how that the devil was trying to kill Jesus before his, before his earthly life really even got started, right? He was wanting, he's wanting to do away with him. Why? Because the devil knew what was going to take place. He knew that, that there was going to be a redemption come one day for man's sin and it was going to come through Jesus. And so, and he's still deceiving people in their hearts and lives today to where they cannot see the forgiveness and the love and the grace and mercy that Jesus brought to this earth and for what he done for us on Calvary. So, Matthew chapter 2 and verse 1. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, who are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. Which is just a deceiving. He, He wasn't wanting to worship him. He wasn't wanting to do anything but take his life. So go ahead and get the guys to start handing the candles out. And when they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And they, and the star, and when, and when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. You know, if we think about this time, it says they coming to the house. It didn't say coming to the manger. Every, time, every manger scene we see, the, the wise men are right there with them. This was sometime after Jesus was born. He wasn't still in. Jesus didn't stay in the stable. You realize that, don't you? Now, every, everything that we see, it's a stable scene with the shepherds and the wise men. But if we, if we read here, it says the wise men came into the house. So I believe by this time Jesus had it was in a house and they were taking care of him and tending to him. So they gave him some of the finest things that you could ever give anybody, especially those days. There's not any of us in here today who wouldn't want some gold. Why? Because we hear the commercial on the radio all the time. Gold doesn't lose its value, does it? The value of gold is staying up or silver or whatever. So gold does lose its value. But, you know, it's, it fluctuates, but we all would love to have some gold. There's not a one of us in here who wouldn't like to have gold. People wear it on their whatever, and and so we love gold. And so they brought Jesus these gifts, and we think just because of three gifts, there was three wise men. We don't know that. I think there was more because, you know, they came from a long way to find the Savior. And so as we, we're going to go into lighting these candles here in a few minutes. And these candles can represent a few things in our life. Or a couple of things. You know, that star which didn't go down for I don't know how long. I don't know how long that star stayed in the heavens to where if they flew from the east, they traveled a long way with camels, horseback, whatever they rode on to get to the place to where they needed to be where Jesus was. So that star had to stay there in that one spot for a long time. And so... We look at that and we light these candles and we, and we can think that that star in our life, that light in our life, needs to shine brightly all the time, right? The light that Jesus brought to us that shines, that lives in our heart. We've talked about it quite a few times this year that the Spirit of God lives inside of us, Right? The Spirit of Jesus lives in us. And so it's supposed to shine out of us and shine forth through us just as the light of the world came and shined for all men to see. And so we are called now to do those things because Jesus is not here. We're to be the ones carrying the light. We're to be the ones that that are that city as it talks about in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14. Jesus tells them then and he's telling us now, you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. You are the light of the world. Nor do they give a light, give it, give light, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand and it gives light to all those who are in the house. So you, with the Spirit of Jesus living inside of you, are supposed to be a light into the world. We're supposed to be excited in our lives and our, and our walk with God every day, just as the, um, as the shepherds was to go out and tell everybody about Jesus. So in our lives, we, we should be this light. And you say, well, don't give off much, but if we was in a dark room and we're not going to get dark in here because, you know, it just doesn't get because of the, the windows. But if you're in a dark room and one person had a candle, it's going to give enough light for you to see. So when you are in this dark world and your light, even though it may, well, it don't seem that bright. But guess what? God can use that light to reach somebody. God can use your light to reach somebody. He used Jesus on this earth to reach millions of people all throughout the ages. And then he used the disciples. He used the wise men. He used the the shepherds that nobody wanted anything to do with. He used them to reach people for his honor and his glory. So as we go into this time, what's stopping you today from using your light to reach those that are lost and dying around you? What's stopping you from using your light that He's placed on inside of you to live the life that God's called you to live? So we've got to ask ourselves those questions. We've got, we got to be who God's called us to be because you don't, you don't light a lamp. God did not put a light inside of you for you to cover it up. He didn't put a light inside of you to shine forth for you to be ashamed of. He says, nor do they put it under, put on a lampstand. It gives light to all those who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So he, he takes this from Jesus where we're celebrating this morning the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. His birth, that light that was brought into this world. Well, we know that Jesus lived that life and shined light everywhere he went, but then went away. And he said, Now you got to be the light. You got to be the salt. You got to be the ones that's carrying this around each and every day. So don't let the circumstances around you keep covering the light up that God's placed inside you. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Be who God's called you to be. This should be a wake up call for us that we're celebrating Jesus and His birth. Jesus and what He's done for us. For you to be, your, hey, you got, your, well, I didn't do this, this, and this this year. Guess what? Next year starts a new year. But even better than that, today starts a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. The next day's another new day to where you can determine in yourself to be everything that God's called you to be. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we're going to light these candles. They're going to turn the lights off. We're going to sing. We've got two more songs we're going to sing. And I can't remember the names of them right off. Do you remember the names of them? It's s- <laughs> Silent Night and, and another one. Uh, right. So take these 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 time right here, okay? Take this. And endeavor in yourself to think and recount what Jesus done for us and use that as a time of worship during this time to praise Jesus and what he's done for us praise our lord and savior during this time okay so they're going to they're going to come and light your candles if we need to we can there you go we we'll ask the praise and worship team to go ahead and come back up this morning. As they're coming, I do want to say if you, if you have not made Jesus order your life, then you don't have the light in your life that you need to. You are putting it under a bushel. Why? Because there's no light there. So, you need Jesus in your life to where you can have some light. If not, you're all darkness. So don't let another day go by without knowing that Jesus is Lord of your life. If, you, if you've walked away and, and living a life of sin and living in sin and comfortable in that sin, you are in essence putting a bushel over your light. You're not living and showing the light of Jesus as you need to. So I challenge you today, as we sing, as we go into these songs, as we sing about Jesus and what He's done, then let then let all these things go and let Jesus be number one where He needs to be. Y'all stand. Before we sing this, many years ago there was a song that said it only takes a spark to get a fire going, and soon all those around will warm up and it's glowing. That's how it is with God's love. Once you've experienced it, did everybody want to pass it on? Uh, we got more. So this is what we're about this morning: is the love of Jesus, the light of the world, want to pass it on? So join us as we Who sing. Else? keep this light burning in your life each and every day as we go out because of what Jesus did, because of what he's done for us and what he's doing for you, that you let your light shine and don't ever let it go dim or go out or put anything over it, but let him be first and foremost in your life. I want to thank you for coming this morning. We wish you a very blessed, a very merry Christmas, happy Christmas with your family. And, and so we just want to say that again we, um, we won't have church this next Wednesday, but we'll be back Sunday, New Year's Eve, and excited to, to go into our talk and, and time about um, the 21 days of prayer and fasting. So be 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 praying in your own life. God, what, can, what do I need? What do I need to get rid of to where you can shine forth as you need to in my life, to where I can be in my relationship and walk with you each and every day as I need to? Where I can pray for others as I need to, whatever it is. So remember that. All right. Anything else before we close in prayer this morning? All right, well, let's pray. Heavenly Father, again, we love you and we praise you. We thank you for this time together, for your for your word that we read, the account of our Jesus, our Lord and Savior being born and bringing us into this and bringing uh, salvation to this world. And God never let us our light grow dim. For, the, for what You have done for us, the, the Spirit You have put inside of us. Father, let us be that city sitting on a hill. Let us be that light in the dark place, in the dark world around us, where people know that You are Lord of our life. We thank You again for this time together, for Your Son, Jesus, and what He's done. God, we just again pray for those who, who are sick. We pray for trending right now that had to leave. God, that you touch and be with him. And Father, this sickness will not go any further in his life. Again, we pray health and healing on all those that are dealing with these things this morning. We love and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. We well, all have a very Merry Christmas. Amen.